This week, we list some of our favorite weird, unique, and only in Florida festivals and events to check out in 2020. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing great. How is your week going? It's going well. We're a little late this week. We, we Yes, we've had a lot of... Um, we're doing some DIY projects around the house. Oh my gosh, are we doing DIY, and, DIY projects? Um, so many DIY projects. Yes. We have, a, we have a listener named Chris Does DIY. Chris... Shoot, uh, let me let me confirm that he's a YouTuber and yeah. he, he follows us and he uh, he shouted us out a few times. So go watch his channel too. He's a YouTuber named Chris Does DIY. If that's wrong, I will um, <laughs> I will I, I apologize, Chris, oh, and dear. I will look that up right now while Shannon's uh, jibber jabbering over there in a second. Oh, okay. And I can give you the right answer. I didn't know I was going to start jibber jabbering. But yeah, we've been doing a lot of stuff around the house, and by Monday came around and we were like, I don't have a podcast ready. So we had to push it back. Um, yeah. Well, we've decided for some crazy, ridiculous reason that we wanted to repaint our entire house. On I the, didn't decide on that. On the inside. I was fine with the old, out-of-date, unfashionable colors. <laughs> I don't believe that's true. Um, you were on board, for sure. But uh, I'm more on board now that I've seen how well it is, how, it how looks, good it turned out. Yeah, it looks really, really good. But... Um, but uh, we've had, I mean, gosh, I feel like it's been, what, three weekends of painting in a row? In a row, yeah. And we're still not done, but um, but we're almost done. So uh, so we're tired, and we apologize for that. But, um, but we are here, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're going to run down. Well, two weeks ago, we talked about 10 kind of uniquely Florida, only in Florida type food festivals. Yep. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about more events, non-food related events, but right. sort of unique, maybe weird, maybe kind of only in Florida type. Cool events that happen in type Florida. Type of events that we yeah. found um, and that we want to talk about And this week. And but before we do that. Before that, we do that, we got a, a voice message this week from a listener uh, who is also a podcaster, also has a Florida podcast, and he left us a message right now that we're going to uh, we're gonna play for you and talk about a little bit. And I think uh, Brendan, Brandon? Brandon. Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. Had some good call outs here. So, uh, yeah. So, we're going to play you his um, message that he sent over to us. Um, and here it comes. Hey, Andy and Shannon. This is Brandon. Um, I've been listening to you guys' show for quite a while, I guess over a year. So, thank you for all the great content. It is one of my favorites. And uh, just a little shout out recently, I played some of your content for my wife, who doesn't even like podcasts or know what they are. And she started asking me for more. So as that's a kudos to you guys for everything uh, that you, you bring and that I continue to listen to. So I really appreciate that. Uh, did want to give some feedback, just one opportunity I think I had for the show. Um, and that is uh, with the, the intro, the show is always great. Um, knowing what you guys have, the teasers, fantastic. Um, I think it does take a little bit of time to get to the actual articles or list that you have. I think in the most recent one, I, it was... You know, best places to visit in Florida, and I think you paid off the tease about uh, Universal opening the uh, Nintendo World in about minute seven, and then the list of where to go wasn't like till minute nineteen. So um, that's something I thought I was alone in. Like, oh man, maybe it's just me that's kind of waiting for the content. But uh, I've been listening to Dave Jackson. He has a School of Podcasting dot com, so he's a professional podcaster. Um, it turns out he agrees that uh, with the content, better to just get right to it. 
Brandon, thank you so much for that. Sorry, sorry, I called you Brendan. I, I know like five Brendans, so that word, that name is the one that naturally wants to come out. Yeah, um, we have two friends that are Brendan, and then you work with a couple of Brendans. I work with like every other person I work with is a Brendan. <laughs> so so uh, um, Brandon, Brandon. Um, Brandon has the Florida Focus podcast. It's a, a podcast that it's is- It's a Florida sports for us. Uh, Florida sports podcast. Florida sports sounds like they do a lot of college football talk. Yeah, uh, we sometimes do, you know dabble a little bit in sports talk. You're not. It's not really what we talk about, but it's every now and then we'll mention. We've been known to go to our a little occasional bit. sporting event. We, oh, we de- you and I do for sure, <laughs> but it's not what we talk about here. Right, right. Um, Brandon, thanks a lot for that call out. You know what? I don't think I disagree. I think. Um, I, I think we listen to, you know, you're sort of influenced by the other yeah. podcasts that you we listen, listen to. We listen to Stuff You Should Know a lot. Which and, I, and when you, you listen Josh to... And Clark, uh, Josh and Chuck are always just going off on random tangents. And half the time, I think their random tangents are hilarious. Like, I think that's part of, like, what makes me, like, enjoy the podcast sure. so much is that they're going off on this, like, random craziness. But... But I get too that like if you're really wanting to learn about the thing, I don't want to sit through twelve minutes. You of... want to learn about the thing, yeah. Right. So I can completely understand that. I think that um, that we could probably take a little bit of Brandon's advice and tailor it back a little bit. You I, know, I um, but, I'm always willing to listen to constructive criticism, but, and but that's a good call out. I think. I also know that. We also just talk a lot. And and I, I think sometimes some of the, and this is just my opinion that could be completely wrong, but um, some of the true gems that come out of our podcast occasionally are the, are the times when we're going off on random tangents. Random tangents are good. I mean, yeah. like you said, some of the shows that I listen to, the other podcasts I listen to are just unscripted just off the cuff discussions yeah. and things like that. So, but then again, maybe I think, I'm taking that too much. I'm, I think I'm in, that, being influenced too much by that. I think it's like most things. the The truth is somewhere in between. Sure. So, um, so we probably probably could, you know, stand to to scale it back a bit. Um, some of our random tangents. So, thank you, Brandon, for for calling that out. And and we can't promise that it's going to be, um, perfect, but. But maybe it'll be a little bit, a little bit less of a tangent, heavy. Um, At the beginning, opening, opening. I don't think anybody cares about tangents once you're in the topic. Those are fun, <laughs> but just taking ten minutes to get to the thing that we yeah. teased at the beginning. Yeah, I can see that. Sometimes we just start talking, and then we're like, "Wait a second, what are we doing this about?" I think we're doing that thing right now. Well, I we ha- we are. I mean, we said we were going to talk about listener mail, and I just have to say, for the record, I have been. This is like the third week in a row that we have gotten listener. Um, feedback. Yes. And I said to you guys on the podcast like three weeks ago, man, I just wish we could hear from you guys more. And boy, have you delivered. So please don't stop. This has been great. And, you know, I think I said at one point, you know, don't say anything too mean. (laughs) But, but, you know, Brandon obviously is just one, you know, he's very, very nice guy. Gave us some really great positive, constructive, positive feedback and constructive um, feedback. So, um, so, you know, please just send it in. If you have anything like that, we want to hear from you and we just like to know that you're listening and that, that you're enjoying the show or that, that there's, you know, something maybe we could do a little different that would make it even better for you. That really, it really means a lot to us when we hear from you. What I would really love to hear from the listeners is uh, trip reports and reviews of your own. If you went to a great restaurant, went on a great new ride, went to a a theme park attraction or even like a tourist trap type place that you had a great experience or a bad experience at. Yeah. uh, A great beach, a great anything in the state that is fun and that we should know about because you can't be everywhere. And we've said that the state is sometimes too big for us to try to cover. So it's it's, it'd be great to hear from everybody and let us know what you guys think about new stuff going on. So and um, before just I know we need to get into the topic but because you just said this and because we just had an experience um this past weekend of a new restaurant new to us restaurant um I wanted to bring it up because we did have such a positive experience with it and that was Blaze Pizza we yeah, went to it's like, I think it's a chain kind it of is a, a chain ish yeah it is a chain but um it was the first one in, in, in you know that we had heard about in the Tampa Bay area we went recently and it was kind of like the layout of like a a Moe's or Chipotle, Chipotle but it's a kind of situation but it was yeah. a pizza that you built yourself and it was super fast service really great pizza um not too expensive no it wasn't that expensive and you know kind of like 
the pizzas I think were, I mean, we all took, we all got our own pizza, but we all took home basically half yeah, a pizza. Yeah, they're not big. They're, they're not huge, but they're like larger than probably one person could eat. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to mention, if you haven't been, I highly recommend it because I, I, I'm always a little leery of, you know, these uh, new kind of unusual pizza chains that, you know, you don't want to go to Pizza Hut, you know, but... But also, I like, I don't love the, like, the brick oven pizza sometimes. I feel like it gets a little scorched on the bottom sometimes. But this was great. I really enjoyed it. So if you haven't been, give it a, give it a check out. Not a sponsor. No. You're back on Team uh, Mellow Mushroom. For a long time, you were like, yes. you, were, you were not I'm a big on board with Mellow their, Mushroom. And then the, I got you to go. And the now great you're, white. you're back on the, the Mellow Mushroom train. The great white is a good good pizza hey so before we get into the, our uh, topic the festivals and events of this week we would like to just quickly call out um as, as promised our listener purchase of the week on amazon yay a, a, thank you a great way to support the show is just to click through our website it's sunshinestatepodcast.com on the right side there is an amazon uh banner if you click through and buy anything amazon throws us a couple couple pennies uh yeah. P- based on what you guys bought. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does kind of support the show. So yes. thank you so much for whoever it was in the past week who bought a custom leather keychain. Oh, cool. Um, that you can actually customize completely. Like you can tell them whatever like you want. Like an engravement? To. It's like, like engraved, like engra- except leather. It's engraved in the leather. There's examples on That's there. That's awesome. Where it's, you know, Very cool. Joni loves Chachi or <laughs> a um, uh, maybe a... Of latitude longitude coordinates that are meaningful to you you could say you know the, the, the place <laughs> yeah. where you yeah where you met your hubby or sure, something like that like yeah that. so thank you I very always much confuse chachi and tchotchke you know the di- you know the difference like there's chachi, chachi is the guy and and tchotchke is like the stuff you buy at a florida tourist store like, it's yeah like it's a, like you get a bag at a, an event and it has a couple of tchotchkes a in sea it. turtle made yeah. up of shells with little googly <laughs> right, eyes that you right. stick in your exactly a tchotchke your, you know a little dust collector that you don't uh, ask me how to spell that anywho all right shannon so let's talk about some fun weird unusual maybe so mine classic florida events that we uh that are coming up this year mine aren't crazy or weird or that unusual until i get to my last one which is the craziest and weirdest and i love it so i'm saving that one for last i can't wait to hear what this is so great great. mine are all a little weird maybe not maybe they're all kind of i've been there we'll see i i feel like we need a vote like on um on social media afterward who had the weirdest event or what is the weirdest event? Maybe this should be about the weirdest event, not about like the best Florida events. The weirdest event. Maybe is, this could be both. There's probably some weird event that we're not even thinking of here. Oh, I've got I've got a weird event, man. I tried to see if there was like a skunk ape festival somewhere. There's not. Not That'd that I cool. know of. There probably there might be, but I didn't. Maybe that's my I event. Did, I didn't see it as the official <laughs> skunk ape appreciation day. No, no. Um, I'll go first. You so go my, first. So my first event, I'm going to kind of start from, uh, is this in Alpha? Yeah, this is actually in, well, at least this first one is in uh, sequential order because this is just in a couple of weeks. Uh, February 12th through the 14th in Stein Hatchie, Florida. Do you know where that is? I do not. That's on the Gulf Coast. About directly start in Gainesville, keep going west until you're in the water and you're in Stein Hatchie, Florida. That's like, that's just like. Um, kind of like below. Swampland over there. A little bit, There's yeah. no beach. It's just like. All, you know. That is where the Steinhatchee River meets the, the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> okay. Though. And and uh, that is, that's like around the Big Bend area, the Nature yep. Coast. Mm-hmm. The Fiddler Crab Festival is happening. Oh, that's fun. So the Fiddler Crab Festival is your chance, Shannon. Now it's that's again. When, that's when crabs play like little violins, right? But like they play like folky kind of music. That's not even a dad joke. That's not even good <laughs> enough to be a dad joke. Not even bad. Yeah, that's, that's what that is. They're those little ones. What do you that, mean? How you did, did they get those? That's you the, didn't like my joke. I was. Uh, it right. was something. All right, fine. They're the little baby crabs that you see that have the one big claw and they walk sideways. I know. I know what a fiddler crab. I don't is. think you you don't eat them. This isn't a food festival. We're gonna eat fiddler crabs. When we were in um, St. Augustine, we saw a lot of fiddler crabs. They had a ton of fiddler crabs. It was like it was like looking down at the sand and the earth was moving there were so many fiddler crabs like a scene from indiana jones yeah yeah exactly they're uh they're good bait you can scrap you can um, are they you can round them up and they're they're good bait for like sheep's head and stuff like that yeah do they um pinch you probably i've never been pinched by one but i've been pinched by crawfish before that hurts i bet i don't like to be pinched yeah. 
Um, the Fiddler Crab Festival, Shannon. Now they've got the typical, you know, the art fair, the food. The there's a car show. There is a parade. You gotta love a, a city that has a parade de- dedicated crabs. to the fiddler crab. They've got something called a poker run. This is kind of, I've heard of poker runs before. I didn't really know what that was. I, I thought, don't either. I thought it was like a 5K or something. But why is it a poker run? You can take your motorcycle, bike, run, walk golf cart whatever around town to seven different locations around Steinhatchie okay and at each location they give you a, a card a playing card then all the um participants take it to the end and then you make the best poker hand out of the cards you got out of the seven cards just from running around town and the winner wins like a hundred bucks really yeah that's kind of fun that sounds really I've fun. heard of those before but they have this and the, but the best thing is Shannon is this is your chance to Shannon. wager I know you're a big gambler are you you're not well a little bit <laughs> this is your chance to wager I've on. I've been known to gamble. <laughs> to wager on fiddler crabs. They've got fiddler crab racing. Like you can, oh. you can wager money and get, and win money in the in the fiddler crab wow. races here. So, you know what that reminds me of is, um, you know, the baby races that they do on cruise ships. Oh right, it's like because you have just about as much control over whether your fiddler crab is going to make it across the line as your baby would. They. That would be a fun thing. Now we'll see. The, I was thinking that now that dog racing is going away next year, yeah, um, they need something to replace it. So if so baby, it's going to be if, fiddler crabs or baby baby racing or fiddler crabs, okay, or maybe we could do both. See which one would be faster, the baby or the fiddler crab. I think babies might anger a certain segment of the, the people. <laughs> like we're, I, let's get real. Fiddler crabs will anger a certain segment of the people yeah. too. <laughs> if people aren't upset that you're sticking them on a hook and throwing them in the water, I'm sure there at are this people point, that are upset. I think you can exploit the fiddler crabs for gambling right okay maybe maybe i would love to see that if, if not maybe we can uh, be the first to start this we can start a oh you know, dear when, when derby lane over in st pete finally closes its doors for track racing we can start how much real estate would that take up probably not very much some fiddler crabs you just need what six foot section of sp- of space and have Anywho. paramutual gambling but you so can what else do they have at the fiddler you, crab festival um <laughs> everything i just said but you can uh you can buy a fiddler crab for five bucks Okay. And then you race. As a pet? You ra- no, you race him against other fiddler crabs. And then what do you do with the crab afterward? I don't. I don't know. You give it back. You take it. You feed it to a, a fish. A fish. But um, okay. for five bucks, you can buy yourself a fiddler crab, and then you race against one heat after the other after the other until the, you're the, the grand champion takes home a hundred bucks. Oh my gosh! So wow. I uh, it reminds me. Have you ever been to like an old carnival where they would? spin a wheel and drop a mouse in the middle or a hamster in the middle of the wheel. And there was a bunch of holes on the outside of the wheel that had different colors or numbers. And you would, you know, bet on what Which, color or number the, the mouse was, was going to run to. And you won like a stuffed animal or something like that. Do you remember that? I don't it was, really when I was, I was a kid that. and I remember that. I don't think it's a thing anymore. I don't remember mice. No, not exactly. But I can imagine what you're talking about. I want to see a... Maybe they didn't do that down here in Florida. Maybe it was... If it wasn't... Maybe they did that with alligators down here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if they did that in Illinois, they definitely did that in Florida. Come on now. Now, now, now. Florida gets a bad rap for well, silly, silly things. I love Florida. That's why I'm here. Um, but yeah, maybe in 30 years, there'll be a, uh, you know, something on the ballot that says, do you want to ban Fiddler Crab racing in Florida? Check here. So we got to get ahead of that. Yeah. The Fiddler Crab Festival. When is it? Steinhatchie, February 12th through the 14th. Oh, yeah. It's right around the corner. Right around the corner. Coming up. Right before. Now, that is one way to spend Valentine's Day. Right before Valentine's Day. No, it is Valentine's Day, the 12th through the 14th. Oh, I'm going to take you to the Fiddler Crab Festival. That's how much I love you. I have a prior engagement. It's going to be so romantic. (laughs) And, uh, you know, um, you just said Valentine's Day is coming up very shortly. (laughs) So, guys opentable.com do something you can find it I, i'm always that guy that waits <laughs> to the very last second and then we're going to outback or something eating yeah eating uh mm-hmm. blooming onions you should take your own advice dearest <laughs> someone called that out today at work they're like hey it's 10 days till valentine's day and then half the guys looked at each other and went oh oh is that coming up oh gosh um all right so i'm gonna start my first one off with a bang um and that is one we have already talked about some um one we're in, kind of smack dab in the middle of right now which is the gasparilla pirate fest here in tampa yeah, so florida gasparilla isn't i mean we're it's happening now it is but gasparilla is more of um 
it's instead of like a festival, it's a bunch of festivals. It's it's a month it's, long. It's a season drinking fest. Yes, yeah. it's a season. And then they have a kids parade at one point where people also still drink. <laughs> do they drink at the kids? They yeah, probably they do. do. There's probably dads they with flasks. They absolutely do. But um, it's not quite as much of the drunken debauchery as some of the other events. But Each one gets progressively better. I won't. I almost said worse, but we'll say better. More, they get progressively more adult. Progressively more debaucher, debauchified, <laughs> debauchery, debaucherous. Um, the, the, the kids one is not at all. It's just So a, there's a kids parade. There's a, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, right? Um, there's all that. There's a music festival an art festival yes there a, is a, a night parade a music festival yeah uh, i say music festival twice the, film festival the um gasparilla invasion which happened last weekend last week was the real the, the official official invasion this is where it's i just learned this is the third largest parade in the country i so believe it it's ginormous it is a huge parade that runs down bayshore boulevard kind of like the one of the more famous main drags along the waterfront yep. in tampa You've got thousands and thousands of people coming out and hundreds of thousands. It's, yeah. it's, it's always about 200,000 people. We, um, one year and I stop me if I already talked about this on the podcast before, but, um, one year we actually did like a, um, dinner cruise ship and we're a boat out within the invasion. So there's a, a oh, we, invasion. I don't know if we talked about this, but I absolutely remember being out there. So the, the, the pirate ship, the main Gasparilla pirate ship comes in, from the bay into the, um, you know, Tampa. There's a little river inlet there, the Hillsborough yeah. River. And, and it's, you know, an invasion of pirates. And there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of boats swarming the the bay with it you know they're all within feet of each other they're banging into each other they are like you see like every couple of minutes you see a boat hit another boat i mean there's so many boats out there like fishing boats it's bass boats there's jet skis there's There's yachts yachts there's there's sailboats all just crammed (laughs) together absolutely and we were everyone's drinking we were on a, a dinner cruise ship um that had like a you know, be a part of the invasion kind of ticket that you could buy. And it was, it was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done because first of all, it wasn't our boat. So we didn't have to worry about things bumping into us. We were riding right alongside the big ship. I remember. And you could hear its cannons going off. Yeah. It was really, really cool. And it was just kind of one of those, um, surreal kind of like, unbelievable experiences because there are so many ships around so many so many boats around you you know and you're just surrounded and it's it's like this is this is not something you see every day it's, you know it's really yeah it's really a wonder there isn't people getting killed hurt or killed every year yeah <laughs> right right there's so many boats just so ran many boats. together so many boats and they're all following the big one it's a big it's a big game of follow the leader once the big pirate ship the, well, the jose gaspar goes to invade downtown they're not even really following it they're desperately jockeying for position to be as close to it as possible and it's like mad max out it there it is yeah. it is water um, world water world i wouldn't i wouldn't ever analogy. want to take my own boat out there because you it will have some dings in it when you get back if it's if it comes back at all <laughs> well they say you don't even really want to own a boat yourself you kind of want to have a best friend that owns a boat right. and then so you find yeah. the best friend with the boat and then you get him to take it out to gasparilla yeah i'm sure i've mentioned this here i've rode a float a couple of years ago during the the uh, the main parade and yeah. that was you say a great that was incredible i haven't been back since that was a couple years ago i haven't been to the, the, the day parade. parade yet i feel yeah. like once i was actually got to ride a float and dress as a pirate and had a eye patch on uh it's like there's it was no, like there's i peaked no no, no topping yeah back. i can't go back now I, but <laughs> it was so fun you know what one thing that was really neat was they showed us there's a there was two doors on the float one was the bathroom and they did have a float every float has a bathroom and thank goodness for that because it's three hours long and the the Lots boat yeah it is packed with beer it's packed with beer and beads there was another door where they said it, i didn't know how many beads we were going to get they they know you know you're going to get a lot but yeah. i'm like do i have to ration these out and there was a door and it was just about you know like a bathroom size door a uh, size room filled i mean filled five feet high with beads there was just Jeez. thousands of them and you thousands just went and replenished was when you yeah, needed you them. just went there replenished through you just you did not have to like 
ration, ration them. You just wing them, wing them, wing them at anybody you, <laughs> you could. And I was always trying to, I was going for kids first, kids and girls, obviously. And then, <laughs> obviously. And then I would just, I wouldn't like not throw it to a guy, but those are the ones. If you see a kid, yeah, you try to throw it. And the ones what I would intentionally try to avoid is the guy with a stick or like a fishing net or something to try to catch him. Cause like, okay, I'm going to, yeah, cause avoid you because you're cheating. Yeah, you know it's like, come on, man. Well, I remember the one year we took, or not one year, but we took our um, daughter to, or b- took both the kids to um, the children's parade one year when our daughter, she was probably, I want to say maybe three or four. Yeah, she's about four. Um, and she got so many beads. She got stuffed animals. She got hats. She got, I mean, like the kid walked away from that just like you know with more things than i'd ever seen so i think that you're not the only one that targets the little kids target kids yeah yeah i mean what the kids parade it's all kids so you can't really well you're just throwing them out all kids i mean but at the regular parade the main parade the invasion parade it's mostly adults there's a lot of kids there too um most it's it's a large it's a mostly grown-up crowd because there's a lot of yeah complete like just drunken Right. nuttiness going on yeah um along among all this and then so you just throw it to kids if you can then yeah you do that and then this weekend is the night parade in ybor city yeah and it's night spelled with a k right and um i'm planning on going to this one this weekend so i'm gonna come back so next go, week go look and for andy hope for some uh <laughs> hope to report back i've got a nice little crew going go, out i have not go to I the have, night parade and see if you can find andy I, that's that's your mission should i wear a hat with like a flamingo on it or something <laughs> oh gosh uh so there um i haven't been in the night parade in a couple of years but i'm going this year and i of the three the, i've done all three the night parade is probably my favorite just because it is yeah. the most it's the definitely the most chaotic but the environment down in ybor city is fun it's all lit up it's loud yeah it's, it, and you're going with a bunch of your buddies so, yep so we, y'all we got a little fun. crew going so gasparilla is fun it's a good event and it's definitely unique to like this city for sure yeah so what's next on your list um i have this one's got kind of an interesting history here and um I've always wondered why is there such a thing as the Rattlesnake Festival? You know the the Rattlesnake Festival in San Antonio. It's in Pasco County. Uh, you know, I I am familiar with this fra- this uh, festival. I had um, a mustard yellow Rattlesnake Festival T shirt as a kid <laughs> um, from going when I was little. It's with been my around parents. for it's been around for a while. It's been around w- since the sixties. What is that supposed to mean? Are you I, trying to say that, like, that I'm old or something? Well, the shirt was probably if, your if parents, you, <laughs> and they passed it down to you. No, it was a kid's shirt. I got it when I was a kid. So you had a mustard yellow? A mustard yellow rattlesnake festival t-shirt from bad. when it's... I was probably, I'm guessing, maybe seven or eight. It's too bad you don't have that anymore. That could make a fun... Uh, yeah, I could have passed it on. Conversation starter. <laughs> so the Rattlesnake Festival, this is in Pasco County in the town of San Antonio. Yeah, um, that's like kind of north of Tampa. This started back in the day. Uh, it was like a local JC's fundraiser thing called... You ready for this? It was called... J-C? J-A-Y-C-E. They're, they're like a local... Um, kind of like a Lions Club okay. type of group. You know, I All right. Uh, they put out haunted houses a lot. They used to back in the like day. Like a moose like, lodge? Like a, but they're more like local business, local fundraiser okay. thing. I'm probably getting that wrong. But they're... All right, good. So they had this fundraiser <laughs> back in the day called... Send complaints to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a JC and here's... No, if, I, if... Educate me. I'd love to know more about what they do. So um, they had this local fundraiser called... Wait for it. It was called Fun Day. Just, just F-U-N or just F-U-N-D? F-U-N-D-A-Y. Fun Day. That was their big thing. Fun Day. Okay. So they had this thing was, called Fun Day. kind of not, not very fun? It was probably about as fun as you could have in the <laughs> mid-60s in San Antonio, Florida. Okay. And this was their little fundraiser for kids and stuff. And then someone had an idea that said, you know what? Let's turn Fun Day, because it was kind of getting stale. Let's turn this into what co- we're going to call the Rattlesnake Roundup. So they... they um did something that doesn't sound insane at all and asked just grown-ups in the area adults they didn't want to let kids do this they weren't that insane to run around the area and bring all the rattlesnakes you could find catch rattlesnakes and bring them to uh the fairgrounds the festival grounds and for the rattlesnake roundup and we're going to judge them based on the best looking rattlesnake the fattest long the fattest rattlesnake longest heaviest 
and they gave out prizes for rattlesnakes in San Antonio, Florida, the mid '60s, and as a fundraiser. And that's just completely crazy today. Could you imagine just telling people to go out and find rattlesnakes and bring them to this thing? No, that's a great way to get people killed. Exactly. Um, I don't think they do that anymore. There do are still rattlesnakes there. Did they have there. to be alive? Yeah, they would release them at the end of this thing. They didn't kill them or anything. But they thought that a good place to find rattlesnakes is in gopher tortoise burrows. So these guys are out there looking for snakes in the gopher tortoise burrows, and they would also say, oh, hey, there's a gopher tortoise in here. They would pull the gopher tortoise out. What can we do with this gopher tortoise as part of the festival? So they would bring all the gopher tortoises back to the festival to race them. So there's people, you know, racing gopher tortoises while people are judging snakes. And the gopher tortoises are like... How the heck did I get here? Yes. <laughs> so this is, you know, back in the mid '60s I in assume they don't San Antonio, still Florida. Do all this. Well, they don't because the Florida Fishing Game, <laughs> also known as the Florida Fish and Wildlife, Fish and Florida Fish and Wildlife, um, they got wind of what was going on oh, at, the, at, at the rattlesnake roundup. Oh my gosh! And sent some people over to to kind of look at this and said, "Okay, guys, we don't have a problem with the rattlesnakes. Keep doing that, <laughs> but." you got to kind of knock off the gopher tortoise thing. This is like an endangered or threatened species. They can't really, they don't really, we don't really want you digging them out of their holes and racing them at your (laughs) festival. So this eventually morphed into. I'm surprised though. Rattlesnakes aren't like invasive species to Florida. They're like native to Florida, aren't they? No, they're natural. They're they're around. So they didn't have a problem with rattlesnakes being like rounded up? Well. I mean, I know that they don't want, you know. I mean, that's like saying like a water moccasin, you know, obviously we don't want like anyone getting killed by a water moccasin. We also don't want anyone getting killed by an alligator, but, but they are natural species. You don't necessarily just want to go out and kill them all. I think their concern was more with them being sort of a threatened species. Even back then, gotcha. they kind of knew. Okay. Like, I've, I've seen gopher tortoises here. They're not super rare. I mean, there's some of the parks you go to, you'll, you'll see them, but they're kind of still considered a not... They're not so abundant that you want to start rounding them up and racing them at your yeah. at your fundraiser, right? No, I get right? that. I do. I get that. So the Rattlesnake Festival eventually became, or the Rattlesnake Roundup eventually became the Rattlesnake Festival. It is what it is now, and it is like a fundraiser for, it's actually a fundraiser for the Thomas Promise Foundation, okay. and, and they provide meals for Pasco County school children who don't really have uh, regular access to food on week uh, on weekends. Uh-huh. So um, in 2017, this was the last number I could find. They actually raised enough money at the Rattlesnake Festival to provide 43,000 um, meals to needy kids in Pasco County. That's awesome. So it's a, a festival with a cause. That's very cool. The snakes are still there. They don't round them up and judge them anymore, but they, <laughs> they like have like snake education shows. Sure. And, and here's what this rattlesnake does. And Viewing we're gonna, and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, and they have other animals and cool birds and things like that. They still race turtles. But they're wooden turtles. So they someone built these wooden turtles, wooden tortoises, and now kids pull them along in ropes and they race them that oh, way. Oh, so okay, cute. They didn't completely get away from their roots. Gotcha, huh? Of tortoise That's interesting. racing. I don't think that I've been to the Rattlesnake Festival since I was like seven. So the group that was putting this thing on was called Rage R A G E, the Rattlers and Gopher Enthusiasts. Rattlesnakes and gopher enthusiasts. Gopher being short for gopher tortoise. Otherwise, it'd be, right. Otherwise, it'd be racte. 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 Is that how you say that? R-A-G-R-A-G-T-E. I don't know. Yeah. So that's it. Awesome. And that happens in October. That's actually in the fall. October oh, 17th okay. so and 18th. So we got some time on that one. Yeah, that's a little bit late in the, in Pasco County Fairgrounds. Very cool. So, Very cool. All right. So my next one um, is actually in October as well. Okay. We're jumping around. Yeah, yeah. These are definitely not in um, in um, date order. Um, so this one I have never been to, and I never thought that I ever cared to go to it. But after reading a little bit about it and seeing some of this, it actually looks really fun. And that is um, Bike Fest, Bike Week. It's Biketoberfest? Well, Bike Week and Biketoberfest in Daytona Beach. Bike Week is in March, right? Um, so Bike Week, let's see. Um, I think Biketoberfest so is October. Biketoberfest is October 18th, 15th through the 18th. Um, and I thought it was all one thing, but you're saying Bike Week is a different week? I think Bike Week is in March. It's usually I, I, The only reason I know this, you can look it up, but the only reason I'm pretty sure I know this is I was there 
while back, back in my back in the day, I was there for spring break in Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. And the week before was bike week, so there was still kind of this overlap of like biker people, like bikers and spring break kids kind yeah. of overlapping in Daytona. It made for like a kind of a really weird, weird vibe. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I remember the hotel. We were hanging out in the lobby of the hotel and this guy walks in with a motorcycle helmet and one of those like little pickle bob, I think it's called a pickle bob or whatever. It's the motorcycle. You remember like the old World War One German helmet with the little spike on the top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this guy was um, just hanging out with one of those on, on his biker helmet. And that's cool. It made an impression on me. I just thought that was, <laughs> that's something. That is something. Um, anyway, but like from everything that I'm seeing here, like it seems like it's, you know, kind of quite the event, like the, the number of people that come out, like hundreds of thousands of Yo, it's a big deal. People are out here that are like big time into motorcycles. Sturgis, and- South Dakota and Daytona are like the two like meccas for that stuff. Really? If you're a, if you're a biker. Yeah. Daytona, they like. South Just, Dakota? Sturgis, South Dakota has a big bike event, and Daytona for Biketoberfest and Bike Week. It's mm-hmm. just bikers from around the country, just like it's like the place to be. It's the place, it's to, the be, place to be, man. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, some of the pictures, if you look on um, like the DaytonaBeach.com website, some of the pictures of just the, um, the sheer volume of motorcycles. That in and of itself is is just crazy to me. You know, I mean, I love seeing stuff like that where it's just a huge amount, like an overwhelming amount of like one thing. It doesn't even matter yeah. if it's motorcycles or totally. a school of fish or boats in the bay for Gasparilla. It's always a cool thing to see. It really, it's really cool. And what's what's kind of funny is when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> when I was like a little kid, we would go whenever we would go on road trips, me and my family, if I ever saw like more than one motorcycle on the road. So two motorcycles, plural motor. Yeah. Cycle? If there was two motorcycle, two motorcycles or more, but definitely there were occasional occasions where there was only two motorcycles. I would point and say to my dad, daddy, look, there's a gang. A gang. <laughs> Because it made you feel bad. You were hanging out near a motorcycle gang. <laughs> right, right. So that that always kind of became our thing. Like as we were growing up, like even like as I was an adult, like if I was dry, riding the car with my dad and we even saw one motorcycle at that point, he was like, look, a gang, you know. He's the gang kind of, leader. Kind of he's, looking cute, to, he's looking to start a gang. Kind of a cute memory that I have. But um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like quite the the... I, I don't know. There's just something about getting together hundreds of thousands of people that all have this so like similar love. Like there's a difference between going to the rattlesnake festival, which I think we can all agree that none of us have a real love for rattlesnakes. I'm sure, There's one or two of you out there, but, um, but you know, it's a fun thing to have a festival around. You can go see some rattlesnakes, have, you know, have some, some fake gopher turtle racing happening and eat some cotton candy and you know, and you're having a good time. It's all fine and dandy, but, um, to have a, an event where you all like, this is like a way of life, you know, people who own motorcycles, that's like, that's a, like a, uh, a way of life for it them, is it's you your know? lifestyle it's not it's just their lifestyle like that's like part of who they are they like part of how they identify themselves is that this this you know piece of machinery that they ride around on is like an extension of themselves like almost. if you're rolling around in a prius it's probably not part no, of your identity it's not part of your identity and i'm allowed to and, say that i'm you, allowed to make fun of prius drivers because you drive one <laughs> well yeah. there you go so um but yeah i mean that's not but i don't make it part of my identity i say i get 50 miles of the gallon in this thing <laughs> ha 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 suckers yeah yeah that's you you try not to make that a part of your identity because it's embarrassing <laughs> yes cool prius <laughs> nobody you ever seen that bumper sticker yeah, said, said nobody said no one ever yeah. um anyway but but cool harley yeah yeah people say that you know what if you roll up in uh, like a scooter like the italian <laughs> scooters you might get laughed at maybe there's like a i don't know enough about the culture maybe there's like a certain subsect of biketoberfest folks who show up in their uh their scooters their honda ruckuses and they hang out in this one little corner and all the the biker dudes are over there with the harleys and then there's the guys with the crotch rockets and the other yeah you know hey 
Yeah. Everybody's invited. Right. <laughs> Anywho, um, I'm just saying that it seems like it would be fun. It sounds like it, it sounds like a really good time. It, it would like, be great people watching. Yeah. And for sure. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm open to it for sure. Any, anything there. that brings more people to Daytona because we've mentioned how Daytona needs a little TLC here and there. And we had a, well, a writer last week who called in a couple of weeks, or, ago. Or a couple yeah. weeks ago who uh, wrote in and agreed with us and said, thank you. For yeah. saying what I've been saying. Well, I think that anytime that there's um, things that bring tourists and people to areas, that's always good for the economic development of Everybody's that money is the same color. So bring everybody. doesn't matter who you are. The people of Daytona will appreciate. Okay. It, I think. Well, they're trying to, they were trying to run spring breakers away before, and that's probably what well, caused the decline a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. But... Um, before before we get to the next one, okay. I want to apologize to Chris, who I said his channel was Chris DIY. Or is Chris one of our listeners who's called us out? Um, Chris does what? Chris does what is his YouTube channel? He's he runs a whole channel of of DIY stuff. Oh and yeah, DIY videos are great. Like we fixed our washer and dryer once watching one of those. So if you've ever done a we DIY did. video, <laughs> we did. We salute and we you. Laid we our, thank you. We laid our floors thanks to those. We and have. Yeah, we've done quite a few things thanks to the DIY videos. Putting putting. Handyman and general contractors out of business since 2010 <laughs> or whatever, yeah. whenever YouTube started. That sounds about right. 2006 is when it started. Really? That old? That long ago? Yeah. I wonder what the first video was. What was the first video? I don't know. I remember what the first video I watched on YouTube was. I absolutely remember what it was. Do you? No. Mine was that Chronicles of Narnia rap video from Saturday Night Live. That's oh, where yeah. I first heard of it. The Chronic. What? Goals of Narnia. I remember this. I remember um, that. My uh, somebody said Google you, Maps you, is the best. True that. Double, double true. true. Someone <laughs> said you got to watch this video. It's hilarious. And they sent me a link to YouTube, and then oh, what's this YouTube all about? Um, my next one, Shannon, is pretty exciting. I'm going to get off of motorcycles for a second and go back to uh, Southwest Florida, the Gulf Coast, okay. to the Venice Shark Tooth Festival. As I've mentioned before, Venice is the shark tooth capital of the world. No, is we, it? We love talking about capitals of the world. It's become my thing. Um, and when he says we, he means him. So you go out to Venice. <laughs> there's the Venice Beach. There's Casperson Beach where you can go out and find shark's teeth all the time. There are Casperson. millions of beach. You said Did it I say right. it right? Yeah, you said it right. Casperson is one of those words like Caribbean where sometimes I'll say it like Caribbean. You say Casperson. Casperson or Casperson. <laughs> and Venice Shark Tooth Festival, Shannon, is Florida's number one fossil festival. It's Florida's number one fossil festival. Do we have a number two fossil festival? That was a tongue twister <laughs> that I didn't even know it was going to be when I wrote that out. Do, I didn't know Florida had a number two fossil festival. I don't know what the number two one is, but I know number <laughs> one is the Venice Shark Tooth Festival. But it's not just, you is know. Is a shark tooth a fossil? It is. Okay. It is. It's actually like a shark tooth that's been buried under yeah, no, I get the that. earth for I get that. Billion, millions of years and it's now turned into. Like, I don't believe a shark's, like a, the black shark's teeth you find on the beach. Yeah. It doesn't really have much of a, of a. It's not really. It's not really a tooth anymore. It's kind of like a rock that's been shaped into a tooth from all the minerals and stuff that's been around it. I believe. I believe. Well, I'm it, not a geologist. I wonder if it's like. Um, I just learned this about petrified wood. That petrified wood is not wood. That's anymore. a really interesting one. Yeah, it like it like the wood deteriorates and goes away, and it's just the minerals left left from the water. It made yeah. almost like a like an ice cube tray, if you can imagine that. Like. It's left in the shape that it, the tree used to be. Yeah, yeah it's really that's neat. That's really cool. So the Venice Sharks Tooth Festival is in April, April 3 and 5, April 3 through the 5th. And uh, this thing brings out, it's actually kind of a Sharks Tooth Festival plus music festival. Uh, there's actually a lot of vendors selling and trading and displaying their shark's teeth and other fossils. You can come out there if you're a fossil person. But it's also just kind of a big art fair. and food. It's, one, you know, like... There's a lot of these. The Manatee Fest that we went to last year yep. was a, a festival about manatees. But this is where the shark's teeth are the main draw. There's also a, a pretty good lineup of live music this time, too. There's a, it's a like a shark's teeth Can you buy a shark festival. tooth there? Shark yeah, there's, tooth necklace? there's vendors. That could be your thing, That could man. be my thing, right? The shark tooth <laughs> necklace? Uh, <laughs> I think that was my thing for like a week. A day? Back and then, and I'm like, I, yeah, I don't uh, think so. I don't think this is a good I look. Think, I think maybe we got one for our son, but... I don't think he ever wore. No, it. I don't think I've done. I've never worn a shark tooth like in my adult life. Okay. Maybe when I was like fifteen or coming gotcha. back from a Florida trip. That's probably a. That's probably a good thing. And then it was like, yeah, this isn't really. I don't think this is a good look. <laughs> or maybe it, you got to be the. You have to like be like a a Key West. 
You have to be very shrimp boat owner to own that. Very to, blonde. To really be able to pull that yeah. off. A surfer. Most of you guys out there wearing shark tooth necklaces, you're not really pulling it off. <laughs> he doesn't know that. You could be pulling it off. You probably look good. Don't if, worry. If you're a crusty shrimp boat owner, you pro- <laughs> you can rock that look. Um, this has uh, this whole this whole thing. It's five bucks. So it's not free. Free parking is free, but the Venice Shark Tooth um, Shark Tooth Festival supports the Special Olympics, so it is another charitable festival. All around sharks teeth. I just love nice. anything sharky. I had to bring that one up. Very cool. That's awesome. And Venice is a cool place to visit. It is. Um, we we've been there many times, and and we're big fans. So, um, you ready for my next my next one? Yeah, I got two more. I'm saving my favorite for last. So, I have um, either two more, or I have four more, um, depending on how you talk, how you look at it. So, I've got three different events here that I'm going to lump into one and that's because they're all basically the same event but they're in three different places at at three different times and um and I am just listing three of them but I guarantee you there's probably 20 other ones so I'm sure I know what you're (laughs) gonna say and I'm sure that is. is sand sculpting festivals so we've got a thing here in Florida where um you know, we have a festival and we have professional who knew that one, you know, there were real live professional sand sculptures, sculptors in, um, the world. That's a real job. Um, and the sculptures that they make out of sand are absolutely amazing and phenomenal. When I first saw these pictures of these things, I know Clearwater Beach is one of them. Clearwater Beach. Siesta Key is Fort Myers one. Beach and Fort Myers and Siesta Key you, are the three that I wanted to talk about. Because, Gulf Coast white sand beaches are usually yeah. like where these are. And Siesta Key, you know, we've talked about Siesta Key in the past. It's just the kind of sand that feels like baking flour, you know, like the flour that you bake a bake bread with. Um, it's it's just the finest, most purest white sand you've ever seen. Um you know, Fort Myers Beach, also great sand. Clearwater Beach, also great sand. I don't think anything compares to Siesta Key, but um, but all of those beaches have really amazing sand. And the kind of, you know, the the sculptures that come out of those those um, festivals, they're just... They're, they're mind-blowing. They're hard to believe. Yes. You know, it's like... Uh, You've made something out of wood, covered it with some kind of glue, and then thrown some sand and on they top. Are art because it, there's no way that you can make that happen with sand. But they do. It's unbelievable, and they, you can watch them building it. It's not just like it's not just like oh, you know, go go to bed one night and the next morning they're there, yes. you know, magically. No, you can watch them build it and see how they do it, and and it's very very. Um, what's the word uh mesmerizing it's mesmerizing but it's also and relaxing what's crazy is that it's temporary and temporary they're they're making this incredibly intricate sculpture out of sand and then it's only gonna last for a few days or a few weeks i will say though for the festival i i kind of get that because i um one of the things that i love to do is i love to bake absolutely love to bake and I love to bake, um, beautiful, beautiful cakes, you know? Um, so that's like something I get, like, it's like, it's so beautiful and now we're going to eat it. Really? You know, like, I mean, I made our daughter a, um, a death star cake once, you know, and we ate it and it was delicious. But, um, but it's like, I don't know. That's part of its beauty, you know, it doesn't is, last. The, is that it doesn't last. The chalk art's like that, too. You see places do the chalk art and then it, it looks great it's and then it like, rains. It's like that line from the end. Sorry, this is showing my my nerdiness. The line from um, Avengers Age of Ultron <laughs> that the vision says at the end about how... Um, Ultron says something like humans are doomed. And he says, yes, but a thing is not beautiful because it lasts. And... It's so true. It's so true. That's how I, I feel about. I love that you're dropping Marvel Avengers M- MCU. <laughs> I know I'm such a nerd. I love that, but, I, um, man. But that's how I feel about um, you. Lo- you've never loved me more than you have right now, right? <laughs> I mean, some somebody else, some another wife is out there quoting. 
I don't know. What? Like Shakespeare? in Seattle or something? (laughs) It's the first romantic comedy that popped in my head. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, so I get the whole it doesn't last thing that I'm, I'm okay with that. That's kind of what makes it even more special you know it'll last in photos people take pictures and you oh, can always yeah. remember and, the, and if you've have any, no idea what we're talking about uh right uh, go google uh clearwater <clears throat> sugar sand festival yeah. and you will see some of the most incredible sand sculptures i mean yeah. these are these are not your sand castle that you built as a kid with uh no 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 with so plastic the, buckets these are just insane the clearwater saint pete one is like andy said it's the pier 60 sugar sand festival um it's april 10th through the 26th um so that one's in um clearwater saint pete area so um that's like pinellas county area if you're local um the siesta key crystal classic is the other is the one we were talking about earlier that one is actually in the fall Typically, I don't think that they have 20, um, 2020 dates yet, um, but it's it's typically in the fall. And then the other one is the Fort Myers Beach um, sand sculpting, and that is November 22nd through December 1st. So that's a whole week, actually. Um, and the, the thing that you should know about these also is that they're not free. Which kind of seems weird because it's like, wait, it's not free. It's on the beach and the beach is open to the public. But they rope it off and these are usually covered in a a tent, right? To uh, keep the weather off them during the the time. Yeah, depending on how long the the event lasts. Um, But but yeah, it's it's usually like anywhere from like $8 to $10 for a day pass. Um, But the... I mean, going, this is, it's like going to a museum on the beach, basically, because these are works of art. Absolutely works of art. I know you guys can't see it, but I'm showing Shannon. Look at this Colosseum this guy made. Yeah. It's like, it looks like the Colosseum in Rome. Perfectly. Incredible. So, um, highly recommend that. That, that's like kind of my, that's right up my alley. You know, I mean, going to the Fiddler Crab and the Rattlesnake Festival may not be something that I'm going to sign straight up for, but. Going to these sand wanna, sculpting. You don't want to bet on Fiddler Crest. Sand sculpting festivals. I love that kind of stuff. The I Siesta, love seeing The that. Siesta Key one has a amateur one too, don't they? They I think, do. And I think, we went last yeah. year. We went last year to that one. Where and anybody can just show up and start building the something. The amateurs were excellent too. I they, mean, They beat anything I could do. We made a pretty absolutely. impressive turtle one year. I we remember. did make an impressive yeah, turtle. But it all the amateur folks put our turtle to shame. I remember some kid knocked over the Eiffel Tower. Such a jerk. <laughs> Somebody at the amateur festival made an Eiffel Tower. It was sitting there. It was perfect. It was standing tall and some kid walked up to it and knocked it over. Well, and I saw it and I was like, gosh, that's so beautiful. And I turned and I wa- kept walking and looked at some other ones and I came back and it was gone. <laughs> anyway. He was doing right. his Godzilla impression. Um, so you got two more? I've got two more pretty unique ones. Um, this is in July, middle of July in Key West, the hottest place in the world. Hemingway Days. This is kind of okay. fun. The whole town for three days celebrates Ernest Hemingway's sort of history in Key West. Yeah. And what he did and, and how he's had a, left a, quite a legacy in Key West. The fun thing is this is just kind of a really goofy festival. Um, it's it's three, okay. three days long, all so, so celebrating Ernest Hemingway. They have, I'm sure you may have seen this. You ever seen the Ernest Hemingway lookalike contest that they do? Yeah. They have like hundreds of, of Lots of Hemingways walking around. bearded guys. Yeah. yeah. They do that. There's a three-day marlin fishing tournament. They have three-toed cats. There's a lot of three-toed cats at his property still. <laughs> or is it five-toed cat or six-toed cat? Six toes. I think it's six yeah, toes. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an extra toe. Uh, there's a, a pretty a big marlin tournament that I is, I believe is kind of considered like a pretty big tournament in the uh, in the marlin tournament world. World, if mm-hmm. you're into that. Um, and there is um, book signings. Which uh, who's getting? Are you getting your book signed by like a Lookalike? It's kind of weird. It's definitely not the real guy. No, he's no <laughs> longer with us. Maybe it's other authors who have written books about him and they're there to sign Maybe. their book. Who knows? That's interesting. Uh, there's a 5K run. There's a paddleboard race. But here's my favorite thing. And this is hilarious. You've got to see videos of this. Okay. There's a running of the bulls through Key West. You know how like they do it in Pamplona, Spain, where everyone runs from the bulls? Yes, but are they real bulls? No, it's people like riding on like wooden and plastic bulls chasing a whole bunch of people through the streets. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's, you got to see it's hundreds of guys all wearing the same thing, okay. dressed like Hemingway, running around Key West, probably 
all completely smashed on a few <laughs> mojitos. Right. Um, just running down Duval Street and all around the area, just um, good for them. Reenacting this, uh, a bull run. And uh, it looks like a, a pretty interesting time. It's one of those only in Florida type things, only in Key West type things that I had to include here. <laughs> that's funny. Well, well, that sounds interesting. All, we, I'd like to see that. Whenever we do an event, uh, 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 episode like this where we're looking at you know events happening around, there's always something in Key West going on. That's almost like there's always some kind of festival or event or some sort yeah, of. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Something going on. All right, so are you ready for my crazy weird one? I've got a crazy weird one, too, after your crazy weird one. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm going to go first. Go ahead. So mine is in Sop Choppy, Florida. Have Sop you ever, Choppy. Have you ever heard of Sop Choppy, Florida? I'm not. It doesn't even ring a bell. So I have heard of Sop Choppy, Florida. It's um, outside of Tallahassee area, and there are a few people... Um, that I work with who have either friends or family that live like in the Sop Choppy area. I think it's like an hour or so outside of it. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a hike, you know? Right. But, um, but it's, it's a little bit more remote. It's not, you know, the, the, um, hopping metropolis that Tallahassee is. Sop Choppy doesn't have a, an airport. And I don't think so. Okay. So in the, um, amazing town of Sop Choppy, Florida, they have something called the Worm Grunting Festival. Worm Grunting Festival. They do. It's the Worm Grunting Festival. You are really digging to the... This is a deep track. This is a deep cut right here. So um, this year, it's on Saturday, April 11th. Um, It's 2020. So it's, you know, just a couple months away. You guys don't have to wait too long. Um, It begins with a 5K race for adults and children down country roads, in case you weren't aware that it was going to be country roads. In Sop Choppy? Uh Uh-huh. There is a colorful worm grunting contest for children. The kids are going to do the worm grunting? Um, Yeah. Can I stop you right there? Do you know what worm grunting is? That was literally the next words out of my mouth. What is worm grunting? I'm going to get to that. Um, I had a feeling you There's an intense Wakulla County Horseshoe Championship. Hor- a- intense oh horseshoe like we're gonna throw horseshoes yeah but not okay. not in an not in a tent but intense like it's like intense oh like this is an intense it's an intense activity. yeah yeah horseshoe. not like camping intense no no it's no 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 like, like it's like not laid back it's an intense it's right. an intense c- competition okay um a lively hula hoop contest for children and adults live entertainment throughout the day and it ends under the stars with music at the worm grunters ball the worm grunters ball yes so um sounds like the worst harry potter (laughs) event ever yeah right um so i want to read to you a cbs news article see the cbs news (laughs) did an article about the worm grunters about about worm grunters festival grunting festival yes i'm gonna can i okay i don't know what worm grunting is but i can i take a, a wild guess yeah i back in the day i had when i was a kid i had some kind of like prongs you stuck in the ground you plugged in and it like electrified the ground and made the worms come up so you could use them for bait when mm-hmm. i was like you know and i would go like bluegill fishing and stuff i'm thinking it's something like that like you're gonna like yell at the ground and make some kind of vibration into the earth that makes the worms come up that's my wild guess it's not something like that okay it's exactly like that is it i, I got it right <laughs> yeah what so um apparently to earthworms here in the Florida Panhandle, this is according to CBS News. Um, let's see, uh, Steve Hartman, correspondent Steve Hartman, he says apparently to earthworms here in the Florida Panhandle, the b- vibration of metal on wood feels exactly like a mole digging through the earth, and worms. Wait, so they're not yelling at the ground? They're like grinding wood and metal. Um, no, they're not yelling at the ground. It's okay. the it's the metal thing. You said you stuck metal in and the vibration from the metal. I plugged it in. It was like an electric yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the vibration from okay. the metal. So apparently they would like hit oh, a metal thing so with, they, a, with wood to make this vibration. And that makes worms think, think that moles are nearby and moles eat worms. So worms start heading to the top thinking that there's a mole nearby underground. All this time I had that thing as a kid. I thought you it didn't was know why I thought it was it shooting electric 
I thought it was like electrocuting the ground. No, no, no. It's and just I was always afraid to touch it or go near it. And yeah, it's just vibrating the ground. Wow, learn something all these years yeah. later. So, um, so yeah, it it's it's um, it sounds like quite the experience to me. It sounds like an only in. Only in Sop Choppy, Florida. Only in Sop Choppy, Florida type event. Yeah. I mean, where else can you do these kinds of things? They give out prizes and blue ribbons for the best worm grunter? Just only the best. Only the best. (laughs) (laughs) Someone out there in the panhandle has a trophy sitting on their mantle. And it has a worm on it. It says, Worm Grunting Champion, (laughs) Sop Choppy, 1984. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's my, my weird festival that I think that you all should go to. Tell them, um, tell them Shannon sent you. <laughs> yours definitely beats mine for weirdest, even though my number one is pretty weird. Okay, what's your number one? Uh, it's pretty weird, but it's also pretty famous. Okay. This I do believe I've seen like on the Travel Channel, and I think, I may be misremembering this, I think I even remember like Burt Kreischer be doing this. And this is the Florabama Interstate Mullet Toss. Oh, I did see this. Okay. So the Florabama is a pretty famous bar. It is right on the border of Alabama and Florida. Makes it's, sense. It's in Perdido, hence the name. <laughs> it's right on the border in Perdido Key. You ever heard the Jimmy Buffett song, Bama Breeze? Yes. Um, that's apparently about this place. Okay. I mean, they couldn't name it. They couldn't call it out by name for whatever reason. But, okay. Uh, it's a famous bar that's right on the border, so when you're in half the bar you're in florida when you walk across you're in alabama there's a state line right on the right on the floor you know what i've always wondered how do the li- cool. how do the liquor laws work there because you know they're different in each state and in each county so do you, does one half of the bar close i don't think so but it, there's, i've always yeah. wondered there's some kind of they probably there. just they probably just follow the rules of whatever the strictest laws are you know that's probably going to be alabama so anyway it's go probably on. closed on sundays um so for 15 bucks, you can show up for the Interstate Mullet Toss. This is in April. For 50, oh, what happened to my? No, nope. sorry. Okay, my uh, earplugs got. I hit un- the cord. My uh, headphones went went dead. Um, so this thing draws a huge crowd. Huge crowds. This is uh, a quite huge. the event. There, people come from nationwide. Thousands of people come to the beach to come to the Interstate Mullet Toss for 15 bucks. You get to throw a mullet. It's one pound. Is it alive? It's a dead mullet. Okay. Uh, mullets are like a... You, if, if you've ever been and seen like a little silver fish jump out of the water in salt water, it's usually a mullet. Okay. You do get a t-shirt for that. And the goal so is So it's a $15 to, t-shirt, it's basically. It's a $15 t-shirt and to say you threw a mullet. You have to throw it from Florida into Alabama and they're just... They just judge you and it's a competition on who can throw a mullet the furthest into Alabama from Florida. Okay. Um, the, I kind of think I... Th- want to do this this sounds fun it's the florabama lounge has been kind of one of those i've never it, i wanted to go i've always wanted to go it's kind of yeah one of those places just to check it out when is it it's in i just said that didn't i it's right I don't in know. Front of me. it's in april april 24th through the 26th and people hotels are apparently booked in the area for for months people come all the oh. way down there and if you watch pictures and videos of this it's like a big deal it almost it looks like it looks like Fourth uh, of July at Siesta Key Beach. Oh wow! Except with a whole big area roped off for the mullet tossing competition. So, do you win a prize if you get if you throw it the f- furthest? Unclear. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but probably the, the mullets are. There are probably people that have trophies on their mantles of a guy, you know, with his arm reared back with a mullet in his hand. I'm gonna look that up for you right now. Uh, the mullets are not alive; they are dead. Um, after. They throw the mullets. They don't just toss them in the trash. They feed them to a zoo. Oh, good. Or 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 give them to they give them to the zoo so that they are used. used. Yeah, they're not just like that's the good. They're not that just is, wasting a mullet. That it's not wasted. So hundreds of people come. You get to throw one one pound mullet across the Florida state line, and you have to you have to register at the beach. And like you said, it's fifty. Oh, no gloves or sand are or no gloves or sand on the mullet are allowed. You can't wear like one of those like. Oh, fish cutting gloves like those. You oh, know, yeah. Have the, the I would just want to wear gloves. Chainmail glove. So they didn't like slime all over me. That's the thing. I never even <laughs> consider that. As soon as I saw that you can't wear a glove, that makes sense because throwing a throwing a one pound fish wouldn't be that hard. But it's a slimy fish. So, yeah. 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 Wow. Well, these were some interesting events we had this time. I um, have to say that. 
the probably the one I'm most likely to go to are probably some of those sand sculpting ones. But I'm very intrigued by the worm grunting and the fish fish the tossing. Fish throwing, the mullet the mullet toss. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. The mullet toss seems like the kind of thing that might have spawned some copycats around. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few if other beach towns having mullet tosses. Isn't spawn like something fish do? Is that a is that a was that a play on words that you was had? An unintended pun. Okay. Very fish nice. Fish do indeed spawn. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wonder what a group of mullet is called. Um like a group of stingray is called a fever. Yep. And a group of giraffe is called a tower. A tower. A, a group of rhinos is called a what? A crash. We learned these on um A group of crows is called a murder. A murder. That's my favorite one. All right. With that, we're going to leave you and we will see you guys next week. A group of mullet is probably called like a NASCAR. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.